0: On today's insights, lessons from OSSA 2021. Today's episode is brought to you by Haley Marketing. Do you have too many job openings going unfilled? Is the solution to just spend more on job ads? Absolutely not. But to succeed in a market like we're facing right now, you need to take a different approach to job advertising. Forget post and pray, forget annual contracts. If you want to fill more of your open jobs, you need a centralized, data-driven, automated solution to managing your job spend. A solution that gives you more control and more flexibility. That's where we come in. With Haley Marketing's Job Advertising Management Services, we use programmatic software to automate your spending. So you save time, reduce wasted spend, and get more people applying to your jobs without having to spend more on advertising. For a free review of your job spend, contact us at 888-696-2900 or visit recruitmentmarketers.com. This is Insights.
1: Welcome to Insights. Tips and best practices from the insiders at Haley Marketing. Insights will provide you with the tools you need to master your social media, digital marketing, and employer branding. Your hosts for Insights are Brad Biley and Matt Lozar.
0: What's up? This is Brad Biley and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are we feeling this week, buddy?
1: We're doing well. How are you? How was uh, your trip to a conference, your second conference here in the 2021 second conference since 2020.
0: Great conference. Excited to share a lot of the takeaways that I noted from the conference with our listeners today. It was a good time, Matt. We had probably 125 to 150 different people from throughout the Ohio region at this conference at Ohio Staffing and Search Association's annual conference. Just eager to learn. Um, you know, One of, one of the, the coolest parts of the, the trip for me, and it's going to sound a little awkward... I was sitting at breakfast one day and one guy, shout out to Murph, looks over and he goes, Hey man, are you okay? He goes, you're not talking much today. And I go, yeah, I'm great. I'm just trying to take it all in. Just listen to what everyone's saying. Listen to everyone's challenges. It was great. It was a really, really good conference. Want to give OSSA a huge shout out for running an awesome
1: conference, an awesome event. I'm excited for next year. That's awesome. LinkedIn, there was a lot of... I could see it popping through the timeline a lot. It's it feels like people are very excited to travel, so this this makes sense that a one of the first state staffing conferences, I would think, that's been back had a lot of energy and enthusiasm, and it's I'm excited to talk about it here and learn more about what you and our CMO and CEO, you know, just experienced up in uh, Northeast Ohio. Let's get to the show, Matt, Ohio
0: Staffing and Search Association, 2021. Had their annual conference just last week at Geneva on the Lake. Had about 125 to 150 different individuals from throughout staffing and recruiting all there to talk to each other, to see what's working, what's not, learn from speakers, learn from exhibitors. It was an awesome event. And I know I said it in the intro, it was my second event since February of 2020. Amazing opportunity to get out with our CEO, David Cerns, our CMO, Jeff Stats. He showed up too for a little bit. Just a really great event. You can tell the industry wants to get out. They want to see each other. They want to talk to people. It was just awesome, you know, seeing other exhibitors, seeing other friends from throughout the industry, seeing other speakers and just other, you know, clients that we work with. I'm charged up. It's, it's one thing to say that, hey, we haven't really skipped a beat at Haley. Yes, we're still fully remote. But giving a webinar to a screen is so, so different than when you go and you have a speaking opportunity in front of a live room. So Matt, for sake of you know, segment one, but really the next 20 or so minutes, I want to talk about four to five of my biggest takeaways from the conference. And would love to give you your thoughts on it as well. The first Tom Erb talked about the importance of online reviews, and he threw out three really nice data points. One in three workers have declined an offer due to online reviews. 92% of job seekers consider online reviews important in deciding to apply for a job. And the number one most important piece of research for job seekers is online reviews. Your online reviews are telling a story about you, whether or not it's accurate, job seekers are believing it. And we need to make a conscious and dedicated effort to improve our online reviews or else you're losing out on top talent. Matt, we've talked about online reviews on Insights multiple times. I don't think that this is any different than anything that we've said, but the, the stats were shocking to me when he, uh, again, Tom Erb,
1: presented this data. That one in three stats really eye-popping to me that if Matt staffing agency offers Brad a job, you know, one out of three times, basically, you could have that job get rejected. That's you know, just because one of three people could reject it because of online reviews. That's that's really high. The ninety-two percent makes sense. I feel like that's around what people use if they're doing car research, hotel research, all those different areas. Um, and it leads to a lot of the strategies and tactics we've talked about in in not only trying to collect more positive reviews. But also, I would think the next step is distribute them and make sure people see them and engage with them. I think you're spot on.
0: We're already struggling to find candidates. That's going to be another point coming up here in a little bit. We're already struggling to find candidates, whether it's salary, location, just the quality of work. We already have our backs to the ropes in a lot of ways in finding good talent. If one in three workers are declining a job offer because of your online reviews, how many are also not even applying because of those online reviews? I think it's essential that we talk to and we communicate with individuals who we know are having a great time on their assignment, individuals who have been working with us for years to not only ask them to leave us a review, but build their story into a case story, You know, spinning that case study methodology into a case story. Let's talk about how Matt Lozar came in down on his luck and how you helped him find a job opportunity, how you coached him through the interview process, how you coached him through showing up on day one, what to wear, where to show up, and how you coached him through consistently showing up. Matt, one of the biggest challenges that I heard at OSSA to spin this to another one, another topic, is that the struggle to get people to show up past day one is very, very real. Candidates are showing up for the interview. They're showing up on day one. But they're not staying for the whole assignment.
1: I have a question. Sure. During the conference, did you... F- I'm following up with you and hoping you followed up with the attendees at the conference. Sure. Why aren't they showing up for day two?
0: The truth is, I, and, and I didn't press. So there was a, a, an expert panel of CEOs and owners, right? And they were talking about this challenge. And I didn't you know, ask them why they feel they're not showing up. But my assumption is they're getting better pay somewhere else. Right now, in, in that level of staffing, right, it was, it was a couple individuals in warehouse, light industrial type of staffing. I don't think there's any loyalty to the staffing firm. I don't think there's any loyalty to the recruiter. And I don't think there's any loyalty to showing up. One thing, uh, and, and we can actually spin this, Matt, one topic that Tom Herb talked about is how can we become career advocates for our candidates? How can you become the coach, the mentor to the candidates that you're working with so that when somebody decides to not show up, they're not just calling an automated system and saying, hey, Brad staffing firm, I can't come in today. Instead, they have to call you directly on your cell phone or on your line at the office and say, listen, Brad, I can't come in today. It's a lot harder to let somebody down when you know them personally than when you're just calling an automated system. So Matt, to your point and thinking through why aren't they showing up, there's no loyalty. You know, they're getting placed on an assignment that they might like, they might not love. But after that, we need to make sure we're nurturing that candidate relationship and we're becoming a career advocate for our candidates.
1: This kind of just dawned on me, but it also makes sense that the career advocate's a really good point. But if Brad goes to work at my company on Monday, leaves on Tuesday, has another job on Wednesday, doesn't care about his resume if you have one. Doesn't care about their career. Why companies are so desperate for talent? They don't care that you left on Monday and are working somewhere else 48 hours later. They could care less about that loyalty. It, it,
0: it's astonishing, you know. And you think through what candidates are probably doing. They're they're playing the system. They're seeing what they can get from staffing firm A. They're seeing what they can get from staffing firm B. And, and they're playing that a little bit. And, and from an employee standpoint, from an individual standpoint, I get it. If you want to go and try a job out for a couple of days, find out you don't like it, I understand where we can interject, though, and where we can say, listen, we are your career coach. If you don't like the opportunity at General Mills after a week, let's talk. Let's have a call on Saturday, and let's see what we can do about putting you somewhere different Monday. Let me be that career coach. Instead of going to another staffing firm, we have a hundred jobs available, right? Work with us, work with me. Let me work with you to be in your coaching corner and say, listen, you don't have to go to another staffing firm. We can work together to figure this out.
1: And that's where a combination of personal relationships and automation can probably help here. During that onboarding process, we can start to build that relationship. And then after day one. Day two, send an automated text that says, Hey, Matt, how'd you like your day on assignment? Or, How's your manager? Or, What's the culture like? So they understand Brad, the recruiter, is there for Matt. He's there for me. And I work for Brad's company, not General Mills or wherever. That's where they. I'm there in your corner and be like, maybe we didn't, you just wasn't the right fit today. We'll find you something different tomorrow or next week when we can make that quick shift. Let me throw this stat at you. So Tom Herb, again, he's
0: on stage talking a ton of data points. Really great presentation. Tom Herb, friend of the program. He had said that the average staffing firm is getting back to candidates in three days. Oh, good. Three days is the, is the industry average. If you're listening right now and your next touch point with an applicant is three days, you need to sit down, think about what it is that you're doing we're struggling for talent. We're struggling to fill job orders. If an application comes through, we need to be contacting those people within an hour. How can we automate something within an hour? How can we reach out and pick up the phone and say, listen, let's talk today. Let's talk now. Because if you're not getting back to those individuals in three days, it's not that all of a sudden they don't want work. They're moving to your competition. They're going somewhere else. Three days is just unacceptable.
1: I don't even, I'm speechless. I've been speechless for a minute. That that hurts because I, I I know it hurts because there are so many jobs, especially in warehouse manufacturing, but other industries. Some people are looking to go back to work, and staffing agencies are struggling, but to steal a line from Chief Strategy Officer Brad Smith, which he told me about day two at Haley Marketing. We're not setting ourselves up for success. And if I apply to your company on Monday, and I don't hear anything till Thursday, good riddance. It's wild. It's wild. And I understand people are busy. I get it. You have a,
0: you have a day-to-day operation. You have a workflow. You're coming in. You're, you're putting out fires. You're sending emails. You're doing all the follow-up. What can we do to strategically automate some of those touch points? What can we do to actively manage our database to let automation work for us, not against us? And Matt, this is going to feed into another topic here that I learned from the conference. From our CEO, David Cerns, he gave a presentation on recruitment marketing and how to recruit in 2021. And he had a really great quote that I wrote down because it stuck with me. And he said, we need to treat candidates and job orders like produce. If you don't act now, they're going to spoil. And when we think about candidates coming in, and we think about placing them out on assignment, when we think about somebody coming in, let let me break this down differently. When somebody comes in and they apply, we need to act fast because if we don't, that application is going to expire and spoil, right? They're going to move somewhere else to someone who acts quicker than you. If you have a job order and you send Matt Lozar, the the potential candidate to that client, we need to say, listen, you have eight to 12 hours to get back to me and have exclusivity on this candidate. Otherwise, we are taking him somewhere else because he is a top talent in this area. And we cannot wait because if we don't wait, he's going to move somewhere
1: else. I'm like raspberries. If you don't eat them in eight to 12 hours, they spoil.
0: Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Matt Lowe's are the raspberries <laughs> of staffing.
1: Not even my favorite fruit, but that's another podcast uh, they're, for they're another roast.
0: Raspberries are for the dogs, man. Get out of here with those. I'm, I'm all blueberries all day.
1: Don't tell my daughter.
0: That's fine. Don't let her listen to the podcast. Anyway. When we think about candidates, when we think about job orders, we need to treat them like produce. How can we make sure we're filling them as quickly as possible? How can we make sure we're communicating with candidates as quickly as possible? How can we make sure that we are moving with speed? Because right now, the world we live in does not move slow. I don't know if I need to tell you that, but we're moving faster than ever. And if you have somebody who is an all-star applicant, you have somebody who's applying, you have somebody who's ready to go to work, and you don't get back to them, I can promise you, it's not that they're not going to work anymore, that they just want to sit at home. It's because they found somewhere else, and they found someone else to help them. Matt, next point. This I learned over breakfast. You're not alone. We are all struggling to find candidates right now. When you think about the state of the industry... It's not just you. And this is almost an opportunity to just issue a sigh of relief. I understand if you're listening right now, you might be a little anxious. You might be a little scared. There were concerns in the room that we were in. When people were talking, people are concerned. You know, They don't know how to find new candidates. They don't know. People aren't applying at the same numbers as they were. And they're doing everything they can. And, and yes, at the conference, there were exhibitors, there were speakers, there were just other industry partners and other industry thinkers offering advice, but it's a challenge right now. So one point that I want to stress from the conference is you're not alone. We're all in this together and lean on each other, lean on companies like Haley Marketing for advice, for recommendations,
1: and try different things. I was having a lot of conversations last week. And one of them was with a client that staffs education, full-time, therapists, teachers, other jobs. And they were talking about how frustrating it is to spend basically double, even from 12 months ago, to get the same results, which is a challenge. And then something else that jumped out to me, I was talking to a job board this week. And over there, he he talked about how quarter four is going to be vitally important because unemployment is scheduled to end we still have the child tax credit which just hit bank accounts literally on July 15th um but if unemployment ends which also a lot of people who don't have a college degree are waiting to run out for them to reach back into the go back into the job search if that ends and people don't go back to work when demand is very high in quarter four, there's a big challenge. So that quarter four could be a huge indicator of what's to come.
0: Yeah, and and for me, Matt, it's thinking through what can we do in Q3 to prepare for Q4? Mm -hmm. What marketing can we get in place? What recruitment marketing can we get in place? Let's make the assumption that people are going to go back to work in Q4. How can we make sure your position for success in Q3 So that when people do go to work in Q4, they know to come to you instead of your local competition.
1: I'm going to pin one on you. Rapid fire. Things you can do Q3 to prepare for a Q4 onslaught. Go. Start building testimonials.
0: Start getting your database cleaned up. Make sure you have a strong social presence. Make sure you have a website that works. Make sure every single contact form on your website is routing somewhere appropriately. If you have a dead contact form on your website, we have an issue. Make sure your jobs are listed on your website. Make sure your job board updates. Make sure everybody on your team understands your messaging, knows your why, knows your value. Make sure that everything you do across the organization is aligned. Matt, at at OSSA, I had the opportunity to talk about Rockstar Marketing. And one of my points is on messaging. Make sure that your team across the board knows what to say on the phone when they pick up the phone. And make sure that's consistent across email
1: and your website. You want me to keep going? No, I was going to go back and forth, but you just took all my ideas. You said go rapid fire. I went rapid fire. I'd say really look at your job postings, make sure they're good. And it's a great time to just do some online advertising in terms of building awareness or even locally. I mean, you can drive up down the street and see everybody's hiring right now, but where can you put online billboards, physical billboards, physical paper drops to know now in July, August, September? Probably places people are spending time in the summer. Think about that locally in your community. But they know that Matt staffing agency, when their unemployment runs out or they have to go back to work, if it's end of September, or August fir- or October first, they think of me or they think of your company, so that you're at the front of the line with all these awesome job opportunities to get them to work to help you close the year strong. One thing that somebody said in
0: the audience during a presentation was, you need to offer a competitive salary. And a competitive wage, not just for the industry that you're filling in the job order, but the competitive salary in your area. It's a good What point. is McDonald's paying? What is Walmart paying? Matt, I can go to Mighty Taco right now and make eighteen seventy-five an hour. I don't want to work in a warehouse for nine seventy-five. If I can make tacos for nineteen bucks and maybe leave with a six pack of Super Mighty's on my way out the door, we need to think through competitive salary outside of just oh, what are other light industrial laborers making? No. What is the average salary in Cleveland across all industries? And how can we make sure we level that
1: playing field? Yeah, that's the competition. Your competition isn't just the people down the street. It's full-time employee companies because those big companies also don't care right now. They will probably operate at a loss there or closer to margin, I would think, just because overall, they can make it up on a grand national scale. I know there's franchises and all that. We're not getting into super economics and accounting and finance, but they can outspend. I think it was, I was talking you know, to a job board a few months ago, how DoorDash was paying 5 $6 a click on job boards just to get people to click on their jobs. So you have to spend smarter and be smarter, but make sure you realize all of the competition in the market.
0: Matt, I got one more takeaway, unless I think of another while we're talking here. You need to try to find new ways to attract old applicants. What worked last year might not work now, and we need to be okay with that. We need to find new ways to attract old applicants. Where is your talent hanging out? When we think through finding your target audience, right? And this is a challenge to you. Sit down and think through your target audience, right? For your active job orders right now, who is the target demo? Now, outside of work, what do those people do? Where do they hang out? Where can we get in front of them? Matt, David Cerns, our CEO, made a comment when he was presenting about how one of our best marketing ideas for a client that we were working with in the past was to provide coasters and matchbooks to a local bar on behalf of a staffing firm because they were placing light industrial warehouse employees. And they knew that after that shift, they were going to go to the bar across Mm -hmm. the street. So the staffing firm was providing matchbooks and coasters that were branded, Because that's where their target demo was hanging out. They wanted to get in front of individuals who were leaving General Mills. When they leave, the first thing they're going to do is go grab a beer for happy hour. Mm -hmm. Let's get to them there. Are they at church? Are they going through the local grocery stores? Are they going to the Erie County Fair? Where are they going to be? And how can you slap them in the face with your messaging so they know, oh, Brad's staffing firm is here to help? You know what? I'm not looking for a job, but
1: my wife is. Maybe she should talk to them pool, the beach, wherever people are spending summer activities. If they aren't going to work, if they're on vacation, those are the places you have to think a little bit outside the box to re-engage that talent. Hey, it's Brad checking in
0: real quick before we get to the rest of the show. Why should you trust Haley Marketing for your staffing website, SEO? Nobody has as much staffing and recruiting SEO experience as our team. We'll help you get found more often and dramatically increase traffic to your website. We do the technical work and write the content. Our services start with the technical optimization of your website code and content on your website. We'll leverage multiple technologies to complete keyword research, then develop a specific strategy to optimize your site. Want to know more? Interested in getting started? Give our team a call at 888-696-2900. And hey, tell them Insights sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Attract old applicants in new ways. Matt, OSSA 2021 was all about being comfortable with change. Had a great keynote, Andre Young, to start it off, talked about change in the workplace. But really, all of the speakers, all of the exhibitors, all of the attendees were there thinking through change. We're in a changing work environment that's going to consistently change. How can you adapt? What can you do to make sure that you're staying in front of your top applicants How can you make sure you're increasing your online reviews? How can you work with other staffing firms in your area and form maybe a a masterclass or form a, a mastermind group where you're meeting once a month or every other week over coffee to talk about what's working, what's not? How can you help each other? How can we elevate the industry? How can we find new ways to attract old candidates? How can we become a career advocate for our candidates so that we're not getting back to an applicant in three days But instead, we're getting back to them within hours or minutes. And we're saying, hey, we're here for you. Let's talk. If this job doesn't work, you don't need to go to another staffing firm. Come back. Let's have a conversation. Let's find you something else that fits you. And then how can we treat the candidate and the job order like produce? What can we do to make sure we're acting with speed so that the job applicant, the individual, doesn't spoil and go somewhere else and the job order doesn't spoil and go somewhere else? Matt, before we wrap up the show, I want to give Ryan at All Staff a shout out. He's a friend of the program. Ryan, it was great meeting you in Ohio. It was great meeting everybody else from speakers to exhibitors to industry thought leaders. It was great meeting everybody at the conference. I'm excited for 2022. If you host an industry conference, you're a part of an industry association, we'd love to know. You reach out to info at haleymarketing.com. Share that with us. We'd love to be a part of it if we're not already. If you have any events coming up or any webinars or any other opportunities where we might be able to share some of our insights with you and your members, we'd love to be a part of that. Again, you can reach out to info at haleymarketing.com and let us know when that next event's going to be. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us? You could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at haleymarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can check out haleymarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad We'll see you next time.